his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's 930 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazeroski. A few clouds outside right now. 61 degrees this morning in Buffalo. Governor Kathy Hochul calling lawmakers back to Albany to strengthen concealed carry laws in New York after part of the state's permitting process was struck down by the Supreme Court last week. Hochul said the state is looking to restrict where guns can be carried. The presumption in the state of New York after we sign this bill into law will be the presumption is that private property owners will not want to have concealed carry weapons on their premises. But should they decide they do, they would actually affirmatively put a sign in their window, a bar, a restaurant, gathering place, concealed carry weapons, welcome here. Otherwise, the presumption will be in the state of New York that they are not. In other words, private businesses must state with a sign that permitted guns can be carried or else it will be considered a gun-free zone by the state. That's not all. 25% of gun crimes are committed with stolen guns. Where can they steal them out of? They can steal them out of your vehicle. So we're adding a, a vehicle requirement to our safe storage laws. The state also looking to expand licensing requirements for concealed carry permits that will be including live fire training at gun ranges and background checks for ammunition purchases will also be required. We'll be talking with Governor Kathy Hochul about this coming up this morning at 720. A double shooting on the 198 Expressway Tuesday night has left one dead and another injured. Buffalo Police Commissioner Joe Grimalia says he does not believe it was a random incident. We believe that uh, that, that uh, one or both of the individuals may have been targeted. This we, we believe it's not a random shooting. We do have some video of that incident. We are examining it. We're going through it. Uh, We are going to get more video and we're going to continue to work on this video to isolate and come up with a vehicle, exact vehicle description. Anybody that has any information on this, we are asking you to contact Buffalo Police. The victims were on dirt bikes. The shooter was firing from a vehicle. 19-year-old Alexi Ortiz of Buffalo died at the scene. 21-year-old Luis Mercado was treated and released from ECMC. Well, an opportunity today to speak out on the state's proposed project to cover a portion of the 33 Expressway. WBEN's Tom Puckett has more. You have an opportunity to give your input on the upcoming Kensington project. Scoping meetings are an opportunity for residents throughout Buffalo, particularly the area that the 33 cuts through on the east side of Buffalo, that uh, this investment is going to take root and really help to transform our entire city, uh, it it gives them an opportunity to come and have their voices heard. 
Get on record. State Senator Tim Kennedy says the project is moving forward as aggressively as possible, aimed at reconnecting neighborhoods divided by the construction of the Kensington Expressway. State Senator Sean Ryan says engineers want to hear from you. It's important to the architecture and engineers on these projects to know, you know how the public thinks they're going to interface with these, these projects. Like, does this make sense to you? You know, what if we put a crosswalk here and then someone from the community says, well, nobody ever crosses there, but two blocks down, there's there's a a daycare center there and people cross there all the time. Ryan says this won't be a one and done thing. After this hearing, he says engineers will come back with alternatives and will ask for more input. A link to the state's project site is in our story online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. A couple of uh, opportunities for people to weigh in on that project. There's an afternoon and an evening session taking place. Uh, check out the details, WBEN.com. The suspected driver of a tractor trailer at the center of the deadliest human smuggling case in U.S. history faces federal charges that could carry the death penalty. Three others also in custody in connection with the smuggling operation. The death toll from the tragedy rising to 53 yesterday. Officials say as a record number of migrants flood the southern border, the volume of traffic and lack of resources make it impossible to inspect every truck. Today I'm announcing that uh, Texas is going to add additional truck checkpoints. The Texas governor now promising more resources, including strike teams in high traffic areas to find smugglers profiting off the desperation of people in search for a better life. That's Mona Koser Abdi reporting. Well, for the first time in what seems like a long time, nationwide gas prices are down. Feel free to tap the gas a little harder. The price at the pump dropped nine cents a gallon this week. Even better, it's down almost 53 cents on average from a month ago. That's some relief for drivers, but not enough. Gas per gallon the same time last year was nearly $1.80 a gallon cheaper. Yeah, so still a big jump from where we were a year ago in the threes. Remember those times? Oh, yeah. Still thought I was paying a lot. In Buffalo, the average price right now, 483 according to the AAA. It was 488 a week ago. Prices now similar to what we were paying at the end of May. And July 4th holiday travel? That's ramping up. More than 11 million people will fly this holiday weekend, but over the past few weekends, we've seen thousands of cancellations. Driving it, a combination of pre-pandemic demand with staffing shortages, from pilots to air traffic controllers. The Aero family thought they did everything right, even getting to the airport in Charlotte with plenty of time to get through those lines and home to Wisconsin. We got here a couple hours early to check in and make sure the flight was okay, but the flight was already canceled. With no cars to rent, they're stranded. I would have to say, if I was flying somewhere this weekend, I think I'd be a nervous wreck. Yeah, um, there's, you know, we uh, went through this week, you know, heard some tips, different tricks for getting around that, uh, some of the ways you can best avoid delays and cancellations. But still, uh, hearing what's going on around the country, even on non-holiday weekends, this big travel weekend coming up, I'd be pretty nervous too, for sure. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for mostly sunny skies. Temperatures in the low 80s today. Tonight, partly cloudy and mild. Overnight lows in the 60s. On Friday, a mix of sun and clouds. Chance for a late day shower or thunder shower. Another warm day with temperatures in the low to mid 80s. Could see a shower early on Saturday. Otherwise, partly cloudy with highs near 80. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. We're joined on the line by... Governor Kathy Hochul. Governor, thanks for being with us. How are you? 
Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks. Good to hear. Uh, new gun control measures set to be passed by the state. Special session in Albany uh, beginning today. I, I want to play for you something from yesterday. You met with the Interstate Task Force on Illegal Guns. We have to do something about the unwillingness of the guns coming from other states into our streets and resulting in a lot of gun violence and gun deaths. So we have to figure out a way to start working together. This is the, the criminals don't care about geographic boundaries, and therefore I don't either when it comes to stopping crimes. You know, along that line, criminals don't know boundaries. Uh, one of the questions that we're hearing a lot of from concealed carry holders is why would you expect further restricting where guns can be carried to cut down on shootings that happen? In other words, new regulations to crack down on concealed carry. What percentage of the gun violence we're trying to prevent is done by people who have those permits? Well, first of all, um, we have to do something about gun violence. And I will respect the rights of lawful gun owners, and we're looking closely at the concealed carry decision by the Supreme Court. But if you look at the statistics of gun deaths in states like New York, it is five per 100,000. So that is a relatively low number, a state that does have restrictions versus other states like Mississippi, where concealed carry is, you know, you can be open carry, you can do what you want, and it's uh, 28 per 100,000. So the statistics show that the states that have safer restrictions and are sensible and are, are working. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to prevent deaths, but we respect the rights of gun owners. So we'll find the right balance. We'll find places that it works, but I also, I'm very familiar with, you know, the culture and I understand, you know, people's concerns, but I have a responsibility to protect life in this state and that's what I'm doing. Uh, Governor Hochul, on restricting where guns can be carried, businesses would have to post a sign if guns are permitted. Isn't that making businesses political when they really haven't wanted to be? I mean, you're asking them to, to take a political stand. I think if you talk to business owners and ask them if they feel comfortable with someone, their patrons coming in with guns in their pockets, unbeknownst to anyone else, especially a bar, and our bars are open till 4 a.m., I think I'm respecting the rights of property owners to do what they choose that there's not an automatic assumption that you know, everybody sitting in a bar is going to have a concealed weapon, that they have control over that, that they can decide they want that to happen or they don't. So I, I believe that our Constitution, our laws respect the rights of property owners, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm giving them the power to determine this. We heard from Buffalo Police Commissioner Joe Grimalia earlier, and uh, you know he mentioned again, talks about all the time, uh, how many guns we have on the street. We heard it from New York City's mayor, too. Uh, is the goal of this new legislation really to stop gun purchases from happening and then leading to less guns being out there instead of really focusing on where you can and can't have a, a concealed weapon? Is that really the end goal is to slow down purchases? The goal is to make sure that New Yorkers are safe, period, end. And after we saw what happened in Buffalo, and it's a different circumstance. I'm not saying that that was a person who had a concealed carry permit, but you have to think about the fact that there are many, many guns out there in the hands of criminals. That's what we're going after, but also making sure that we have sensible gun legislation so you don't have people walking into schools or onto buses or into bars late at night if the owner doesn't want them to carrying a gun. It's, it's that simple. That's what our focus has been. Crime is the number one concern among New Yorkers. 
in a recent Siena poll. Why not toughen bail laws? Why is that not a priority? It seems no one is satisfied with what's been done so far on that. You know, I, I, I think that people don't understand what we did with bail laws. We did include gun violence cases. We gave more discretion to judges. We took away uh, the situation where cases are being thrown out because there was uh, not sufficient evidence. So we, we made a lot of changes to bail laws. We made sure that repeat offenders were covered. So I think anyone who looks um, thoughtfully and more objectively than has been the case at our gun laws, I, I'm sorry, our bail laws, they would know that we've made uh, significant strides for protecting New Yorkers. That's what I'm focused on. It all comes down to my responsibility to protect New Yorkers. Governor, you mentioned uh, yesterday gun seizures up 98% compared with the same period in 2021. That's quite a bit. What's behind that? What I did when I took office was convene a group of nine states, neighboring states, where a lot of the illegal trafficking are coming from, and making sure that we start sharing data. And for the first time ever, we have coordination among states along our borders, as well as NYPD and Boston PD. And what they're doing now is identifying you know, the trail, the, uh, they call it the Iron Pipeline, figuring out who's bringing in the illegal guns and stopping them either at the borders or through sharing information, giving each other leads. So, so it's been very, very successful because everyone deserves to be safe and getting guns off the streets, illegal guns off the streets is an important part of that. That's been my focus. Switching focus, you extended the COVID state of emergency for another month. Why, given the picture that we're in today, did you feel the need to keep that going? That allows uh, institutions, including the state, to also have flexibility in staffing and hiring people. So there's no, that doesn't confer any more restrictions on individuals whatsoever. That is simply an opportunity for us to make sure that we don't get bogged down in procurement rule, rules or anything else that would stop us from having the ability to ensure we have enough vaccine supply, that we have enough test kits, and other reasons. So it has no direct effect on anyone's lives. It's just simply saying that until this pandemic is over, and we may be getting another surge in the fall, this has been the pattern. And we do much better in the summer when people are outdoors. If it comes back in the fall, I wanna make sure that I have the policies in place, but it has no direct effect on anyone other than the state's ability to make decisions that are in the best interest of the public. Governor, there is a move afoot to change the identity of a community known for decades as the east side of Buffalo to East Buffalo. Is that on your radar? Is that an important change? The people of the east, east side of Buffalo or east side of East Buffalo, it is truly, truly their decision. And I, I support uh, the identity of the community. If they want it to be East Buffalo, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I've spent a lot of time there after the shooting, actually before the shooting, but also after the shooting. And it's important for this community to be able to feel empowered that they're leading into a new future. And if that's a different you know, reference, it's a small change. But if it's emotionally important for people and psychologically important, then I support it. What about a permanent memorial for the victims of the top shooting? Where does that stand? What would you like to see there? Uh, that's something I announced when I announced $50 million worth of uh, changes for the community, whether they're social services, whether it's protecting the community, whether it's creating jobs more investments. One of the ideas we had was to uh, ask Mayor Brown, and who's been talking to me about this, this was very important to him, ask him to lead this up and the state will support it. So he'll be working with all the stakeholders and people in the community to make sure that their voices are heard, which is critically important. And so a memorial will be created, but 
I want to make sure that the local community has the power and the decision-making over that. It's going to be a meeting today on the 33 to get public input on that project to cover it. You know, much like the Skyway, um, I think there's a lot of varied opinions on what to do there. How is that public input going to uh, play into what eventually happens? Public public input is so critically important. If the public had a chance to weigh in at the time the 33 was built, I don't think it ever would have been built. Because what that did was divided a highway uh, through Frederick Law Olmsted Parks, if you can believe that. I mean, there was just a uh, destruction of a community that was vibrant at the time. And they put this highway through the middle of it. And now we have an opportunity to rethink the future. Let the community members weigh in, say what their concerns are, what they want to see. And the state has really changed its attitudes. Back when I was a local official, I was always battling the state DOT because They came in and said, it's my way or the highway, literally. And what we're doing is saying, no, it's a different attitude now. Let's listen to the people who are the most effective before any final decisions are made. So I think it's just empowering the communities to have their voices heard. How do you avoid this being drawn out? The Skajakwita project, never really a finish, never came to fruition. The Skyway was talked about for years and years. There was a big drawing you know, uh, contest, and uh, nothing ever really happened. How do you ensure something, whether it's covering it or not, gets done in a timely fashion? Well, this has been talked about for decades. I just announced it in my state of the state in my budget just a few months ago, and to already have a major first step underway demonstrates my commitment to moving this forward. I'm impatient. I want this community to have all the advantages and benefits it can have, and if it's part of it is closing this highway, or part of it partially closing the highway and bringing back the, the neighborhood part of this uh, this part of our city, then let's move it faster. I'm, I want to get this done. That's why we're moving on a fast track already, and people are already recognizing that this is being done with tremendous speed. My Department of Transportation is very focused on this, so so I, I think you'll start seeing. You know, not, you know, these don't get done overnight. There are you know environmental reviews that have to be taken on. We have to get a lot of approvals, but I'm very committed to getting this finished. It- Governor Hochul, you just said that public input is critically important, talking about the 33, but why not get public input on these new gun changes? Well, we have the ability to have a legislature that represents the public and people representing the community will have their voices heard. That's how our body of government works. Governor, thank you. Governor Kathy Hochul joining us live here on WBEN. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.